Our gospel reading today contains one of the best-known stories in Scripture and indeed perhaps one of the best-known stories of all time, that of the famous prodigal son. I would uh, like to consider in today's homily then two kind of important things. One, motion, forward, back, away from, back toward, but then perhaps more importantly, uh, the point, the point at which the, the motion changes. You see, when my engineering background, there's a, a law of thermodynamics known more popularly as the law of inertia, the idea that objects in motion tend to stay in motion, that sort of thing, unless acted upon by an outside force. So if something is headed in a certain direction, the law of inertia says it's just going to keep going forever unless acted upon by an outside force. And I would say that is the, the key to what happens in today's gospel. It's very important to know what direction am I heading because I will tend to keep going in that direction unless something changes. Now, I experience this very much in my own personal life. I am someone who is prone to all or nothing kind of thinking. And so what this manifests in my life is that if I feel like I'm, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing and I'm, I'm, I'm meeting all my obligations, I tend to start to feel real good about myself. Like, yeah, I got up at five o'clock this morning and I, I prayed all my, my prayers that I needed to pray and, and then I, I did this and maybe I, I exercised and I start feeling good about myself that like, hey, look at all the good things I'm doing. Wow, I'm, I'm just, I'm killing it today. Look at you, go Father Sean, you're incredible. And I feel good. And so I'm like, yeah, I can do that too. Pretty soon I'm, I'm organizing my closet and you know taking out the, the trash and mowing the grass or something. And I'm like, and just like one thing after another, because I'm like, I'm doing it. This is great. I feel good. Look at all the things I'm doing. And I just, I keep doing it. The problem though, is that when things start to go wrong, I, I stay up too late the night before. So I oversleep and like, I don't get up at five. Instead, it's like, ah, oh, you know, mass is until 7.30. I can probably sleep till about seven. And I get up and I'm like, ah, quick, stumbling around. I'm like, and I just feel horrible. I'm like, I blew it. It's only the beginning of the day and I already blew it. What's the point? And so then I sit around and I don't do anything. Definitely not gonna look at the closet, not even gonna make my bed. Like, ah, it's a horrible day. I'm off, I'll tell myself. Yeah, this day is just, it's just off. There's no point in even trying. And so when I get off, well, I tend to stay off. And the whole day just kind of spirals and I get to the end of the day, I'm like, well, that was a horrible day. And then I'm like, well, maybe tomorrow. And I really wish I could, I could live more in, in the middle, <laughs> but I, I tend to either spiral down or just get so excited that I just keep going. This is uh, an important thing then to realize in our gospel, which direction are we headed? We see that the, the prodigal son has two fundamental journeys. The, the, the first one is in the beginning where he comes to his father and says, I, I want my share of the inheritance now. Well, obviously, we can see that you don't normally get your inheritance from your father uh, while he's still alive. 
So essentially, by going to his father and asking for his inheritance, the prodigal son is saying, I wish you were dead. And not only do I wish you're dead, I wish you were dead so I could get your stuff. I want your money. I mean, what could be more insulting? He doesn't want a relationship with his father. He wishes he were dead so he could get his money. It's about as insulting as you could get. And yet, the father says, okay. And he does it. And he gives him his share of the inheritance. And at that moment, the journey of the prodigal son, both spiritually and physically, is away from home, away from the father. His motion, which is going to stay that way unless something acts upon it, is away. And he goes further and further away. He spends his money with dissipation. The older son later tells us on prostitutes and carousing. And eventually, he gets so far away that he is tending pigs. Something would be repulsive for a Jew. And the lowest of the lows, he is so hungry that he would even eat the food that the pigs are being given. Now, we might look at this and say, this is horrible. He is so far away from God. What a terrible sinner. And we might even say, he got what's coming to him. Yeah, he, he wished his father were dead, stole his inheritance, serves him right. Except that's not how God works. Because at this moment, where he is so far away from God, where we could say, he is the sinner of sinners, he's with the pigs. But, but, if you read Luke's gospel carefully when he says this, there's, there's a little line in there that I would say is the most important line that we all miss because it just flies by so quickly. But it's very simple. St. Luke tells us that the prodigal son, while he's tending the pigs and things are at the lowest of their low, it says, coming to his senses, he thought, and he rehearses his little speech. How many of my master's workers, you know, my father's workers has, coming to his senses, he thought. That moment is the most beautiful, most grace-filled moment of his entire life. Because it is that that moment that the law of inertia is, is reversed. Objects headed in a certain direction will keep going that way unless acted on by an outside force. And at that moment, the force of the grace of God breaks into his life and he comes to his senses and he thinks and he completely reverses his direction. Now, objectively, he is farther from God and from home than he has ever been, and yet he is closer and more filled with grace than he's ever been because he comes to his senses, he thinks, and he reverses course. That does not happen according to the law of inertia and according to the law of God without some incredible outside force that literally has to stop all the motion in one direction and turn it around in another direction. And from that moment on, the prodigal son is headed back 180 degrees in the other direction, back home, back towards the father. He doesn't know it. He thinks he's still so far from God. But with every step now, now the law of inertia says you're going home and nothing is going to stop that because the force of God's grace has directed him back to his father's love. 
I would suggest to us, brothers and sisters, that that, that moment to come to our senses and think is the key moment. We have to ask ourselves, which direction are we headed? And, and we can, you know, look in the big picture and say, well, we're here at Mass today. We're trying to do the right thing. Probably, fundamentally, all of us are, are probably, on the whole, trying to say, I want God. I want to go in the direction of God. But we know how many times in the day do we say, now, you know what, I, I think I'll go this other way. It is so easy for us to waffle back and forth. The key is to realize, what direction am I headed? Am I headed towards the love of God, home, the Father, or am I headed away? And if we realize that we're headed in the wrong direction, then we need not beat ourselves up for a moment. We need not sit around like I do and like, oh, it's all lost. I'm headed in the wrong direction. What's the use in trying? No, we have to realize it in in 12-step groups of, of recovery, a lot of times we, we talk that it, it all begins, recovery begins when you hit bottom, sometimes we'll say. Hitting bottom is hard. Those stories are filled with lives that have been destroyed through addictions and, and struggle. Someone that seems to be at the lowest point in their life could not be worse and that is the most graced moment of their life. Because when you hit bottom, now you start to go back up. Now you recover. And from there, the direction changes. So as we are partway through this journey of Lent, we wear the rose vestments today, Latare Sunday, rejoice because we're about halfway through. We might ask ourselves, where are we at? And what direction are we headed? And just be honest, part of 12-step recovery is to make a searching moral inventory, to be completely honest about where am I at and where do I need to go? If we're going to have that moment like the prodigal son did to come to our senses and think, well, we, we need some quiet time to do that. And so that's part of Lent. Where do we need to get away, turn off the, the TV, all the, the news all the time? Where do we need to get far enough away that we can actually take stock of where we're at. Because I think sometimes what we do is, yeah, we're headed in the wrong direction and, and we, we don't even want to notice. So we distract ourselves with all kinds of things so I don't have to face the reality of what direction am I headed. Lent is a time to be bold, to make a searching moral inventory, to confront with complete honesty where am I at? In what direction am I headed? Because you then can honestly say, maybe where I'm at is not good. Maybe you're able to, to hit bottom and say, I am far from home. How many of my father's workers have more than enough to eat back home? Grace. That's the moment of grace. There's still plenty of time this Lent to turn around, to head in a different direction. And maybe we have to do that multiple times a day. I, I know if I could do that more quickly, I wouldn't spiral down so much. The prodigal son is the beautiful story of the outside force of God's grace breaking in and shifting the direction. All of us need that. So ask God, where am I at? 
What direction am I headed? And if it's not back to the love of the Father, well, we, we know we're in the wrong direction. So turn it around. Allow God's grace to be the outside force that breaks into your life, and then everything changes. And your path is headed towards home. And there is no force that can stop that inertia of heading home because God is directing you and you will not be lost. The son was not lost and you won't be lost either because the outside force of the father's love is there to direct you towards home.